Ciao, Bella. I am Ronnie Ann Ryan, love and cosmic coach, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit. Tune into the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and click the bell to subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. I offer listeners cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, psychic, intuitive, or card readings, or learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading. Learn more at nevertoolate.biz. May good fortune and magic come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. Before we jump into the show today, I just want to mention something that's been going on recently. I don't know how you've been feeling, but I've been feeling so tired lately. It's a beautiful summer, but it's come to my attention and that I'm not alone feeling this way, so I wanted to talk about it with you. And a lot of my clients have been complaining too that they just feel sluggish and unmotivated and not very energetic right now. A lot of that has to do with the energy that's going on in the world. And there is a solution, something that can help. So things are so uncertain now if you listen to the news. And even if you don't, the collective unconscious does affect us. One thing you can do that will really help is to clear your energy. So I really want to talk about energy hygiene. That's how some people refer to it. What I recommend is three different things. You can smudge yourself. It's a Native American tradition and it's using a smudge stick which is made out of sage. Sometimes it has other herbs in it like um, juniper or sweet grass. And then you light it and blow it out so it's just the smoke and you wave the smoke all around your body. Of course, as you're doing this, you're setting the intention that you are clearing your body and your energy field. And that's an important piece of it. It's very effective. Another way to clear is to imagine that you're standing in a shower and you can even do this in the real shower and just imagine that not only does the outer body get cleared and your energy field get cleared but let the water in your imagination run through your entire body and set the intention that you're clearing the energy and letting everything else that you don't need whatever is sticking to you that's not yours go down the drain so that you can clear your whole energy field your body inside and out beautiful. The last one was from a class I took with the most fabulous medium, Suzanne Geisman, and she works with the Shift Network, but probably other places as well. She talks about a wall of light. So imagine a wall of light that's, let's say, 10 feet wide and six feet tall, depending on how tall you are, and a foot thick, and it's horizontal, and it's 10 feet out in front of you. Just set your intention to release Close your eyes and imagine that wall of light moving through you, coming forward until it reaches your energy field, running through your body, clearing your entire body and your chakra system all at the same time, and then moving beyond you about six to 10 feet. And then it reverses direction and that wall of light comes for a second pass you imagine that you're standing up while you're doing this or you could stand up and then let the wall of light come through you from behind 
clearing your entire body energy field and chakras once again. The best part is you can do it from the top down as well. Then the wall of light is above your head. Let it move slowly through your energy field in your body and all your chakras one at a time, going down below your feet. And then the last part is just imagine that that wall of light takes one more pass to make you extra squeaky clean. And it comes up from below your feet and up through your energy field, your body and your chakras and let it activate all of your chakras too. So they're all moving in the right direction and you are just a glow. So those are three quick tips on how to clear your energy. So if you're feeling sluggish too, you're not alone and try some of these ideas for energy hygiene. May you feel energized and joyful. On this episode of the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast, I'll be speaking with Ulrika Sullivan. She is a former scientist turned intuitive spiritual life coach, yoga instructor, and energy healer. She is passionate about helping busy women to connect with their intuition, energy, and true selves to find inner calm, self-love, and life balance. Don't we need that? So that they can live from the heart with more ease and flow. She's also a new author and just published her first book this year, Wisdom Beyond What You Know. I downloaded a, the first chapter. We're going to talk about that. I'm so excited. Welcome, Ulrika. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here as your guest today. Thank you for inviting me. My pleasure, really. I know this is something that is important. And I've had people tell me, you know, you're too much in your head and you need to sink into your heart. So I need this. But you know, it's always good to learn some new methods or little tips that can help make it easier. So I'm very excited. The first thing I wanted to ask you about is redefining success. And this is something you mentioned in the introduction too. And I thought, oh, that's a great place to start because you were talking about the usual go, go, go lifestyle. <laughs> I don't know anything about that and what we're shifting to. So, so tell me a little about that, please. Yes. Working for success and, and that paradigm of the more, the harder we work, the more we think we will receive. That's really what underpins this kind of conversation that we all have had at some point, right? It's in a way defined the way we were brought up and what the success, how success was defined. And we all have been there in a way, right? And for me personally, that expressed itself by just being the ultimate career person, if you will, for many, many years within my corporate career. And success in our society today and for many decades have been, you know, there is a, a path to go down. Like there is no wonder it's called a career path. Right? <laughs> but I think that what we're, where we are now is really to be able to define what success means to us in a different way, because trying to squeeze into a path that makes us feel sometimes frustrated, or we struggle, or we have to kind of go, go, go and push hard to get what we want, work more to receive more. That was kind of the paradigm. But what if that's not true? I love that thought. What if that's not true? What, it could, what if it could be easier than that? 
Yes, exactly. So that's a pattern that has been very common in our, for, for many, and especially for women, right? It, it's something that we believe about ourselves sometimes that it has to be so hard. And at the end of the day, we, we may deserve to receive something, but the shift that we can make is to find that and define what success really is for us. And once we do that, ease and flow becomes an everyday state. It's easy to sit here and say that, but I personally feel that I've gone through this shift and I can speak to that it is possible to go from being completely driven by the mind, wanting to go down that career path and follow all the check boxes for what success looks like, right? To completely shifting that to go inwards and discover my true talents and gifts and follow that. And that is now success for me. I like to get into the specifics. Let's say success was your portfolio, your stock portfolio, or how much money you had in the bank or how big your house was, or what kind of car you drove. If you'd been published, you know, it all depends on what kind of career path you were on. Maybe you've been promoted many times, or you've been won awards or those kind of things, right? So now if you redefine success based on your inner knowing, what does that look like? Mm, great question, because what we just talked about, many people already know, right? So we don't need to talk about how success, That's right. let's talk about this new way of defining success. But one thing I want to say before we move into that is that it's important to identify those patterns in our life that may not serve us anymore, whether it's working hard for success, whether it's people pleasing, whether it, and in the book, I go over a couple of those very, very common patterns that most all of us, I will generalize and say that most of us have had some sort of experience of those patterns and, and maybe even following them. It's important to raise our awareness to what are those patterns that we are following or not really serving us anymore. Please that. And so to open up for a new possibility. Right. So we're moving away from what is traditional and what has been going on for eons, literally, right? To something new. So help me out. What's the something new? What are the possibilities? Yeah, <laughs> yeah now we're getting into the, the good stuff. Yeah. So, I'm looking for a, a peak under the tent. As yes. they say. <laughs> I love that. It all starts with that. We see ourselves as someone that has the answers already. Because we have for so long in the previous paradigm, if you will, we were looking for answers for what's right for us in the external world. But this is really when we go inside, we turn inward. So go within or whatever we want to call it, but it, it stems from increasing our own self-awareness about what are we good at? What do I love to do? What is it that lights me up that I do, even if nobody's around? things like that. What makes me ignite my creativity? Or when do I feel this life force within me? And that takes a little bit of excavation within ourselves, because a lot of us, including myself, was for many years disconnected from that. So it's a journey to come back to and, and scale off or remove everything that's not us and leave us as we are as a being and, and starting to love that being for exactly who we are. Because our mind wants to make up stories about who we are and what we're not. And this 
other side of things is really to allow ourselves to peek under the tent of who we truly are, which is our true self. And that starts with asking ourselves questions. What you're saying, I want to make sure I get this. Let's take you as the example, since I'm talking to you. For you, you've redefined success as getting to know your true self. That's just the beginning. Yes. The beginning. I just would love a concrete example of a new kind of success that you have experienced. Let's give, let me give you a very concrete example. And I give that just in as a before and after. Beautiful. Imagine me in the morning, like what happened in the past? How did I start my morning? I started my morning with my phone on the nightstand with a to-do list that was already almost full. And I had added some items, maybe even when I woke up during the night, because there was something that popped up, I added it to the list. When the alarm uh, rang early in the morning, I ran up, grabbed my phone into the bathroom, took a quick shower down in the kitchen, got, grabbed a cup of coffee in my car and commuted an hour and a half to work. Ooh. And everybody's feeling this rush, right? Rush, 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 go, go, go. Not a single second to waste, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Now transport yourself to now. This is how I start my morning. I don't have an alarm. I wake up when my body wants to wake up. I lie in my bed. I put my hands on my body to feel like, how does my body feel before I even open up my eye, my eyes, I lie there and I kind of feel taken the dreams that I had. If there's anything there that is lingering, I write it down. If there's something that really stands out to me. First thing after that, I really want to experience the the light. So I pull up my shade. I make myself a cup of coffee. I go back to bed, (laughs) meditate, and I channel my guides. I do intuitive journaling. I pull a couple of cards. I, you know, you get the gist. So there's a lot of self-reflection and self-care to start your day. I may do some body movement of some sort, but it's like you sense the the difference in pace and the flexibility I have now and what that does to my well-being. I completely understand that if you're listening or watching this, like, I can't have this. Like, I have a job. I need to be there at 7.30 or, you know, this is not for me. But the truth of the matter is that If we want something to change in our life, we have to make real changes to our daily life. It's not just going to happen one day, right? It's these little, and I've, I've been at this for a couple of years now, so this is where I'm at. But in the beginning, when I made this shift, it was just to even think that I can have a minute to myself in the morning. What a concept, right? What a concept. This is the difference between, and and, and in that process, honoring our needs. And I'm not saying that I'm, everybody needs to go and have a three hour morning, right? That works for me. But the point is when we're starting to ask ourselves questions, what do I need? That's when the ball is starting to roll here. (laughs) Okay. So does that help? Yes, it definitely gets me started. I have an MBA. I worked in the corporate world for my corporate job was seven years. 
And then I worked freelance for quite a few years, which allowed me to be my own boss and have clients to which I could say, no, I don't think so, <laughs> which personally I really needed. So my measure of success was a little different because it was the money that I was sought after as a freelancer, but it was also that I worked a four day week for a long time. And then sometimes people would say, well, you know, we have this huge project and, 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 and I said, well, I can help you on Monday. <laughs> Perfect. So, you're already on this train <laughs> of honoring your own needs, right? Yeah, I had boundaries. Perhaps that's what that's uh, yes. what we're really talking about underneath is I had boundaries and stuff. Even still, when I made the shift to coaching, success was still, you know, how big is your business and how many clients do you have? Still rather traditional, even with boundaries, mm -hmm. even with a four day week or how I, you know, in the summer, I run to the beach at three o'clock and there will be no appointments after da, 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 no Friday afternoons. It still measured my success based on my final numbers for the year and if I wrote a book or not or how many articles did I publish and how many clients did I get and blah 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 yeah you're doing great great work now when <laughs> we when we get to the next step which is really to detach ourselves for all those metrics Uh -huh. And stop tracking, tracking kind of, oh, I have to look how much did I earn, da, 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 da. Yeah. all yeah. of that. It becomes uh, an opening to actually trust more that we will be given what we need. And I think that's part of what heart-centered living is also uh -huh. to increase our ability to work with energy, work with signs and synchronicities, work with our own inner guidance system, which may for some be through your body or different for everyone. But also the energy part of it, that's why I start the part of heart-centered living in the book about energy awareness, because it that's really <laughs> where we can align ourselves with the universal flow of energy to attract what we need. Then we can release this fear, if you will, to not have enough, which is yeah. what we all are working on. Yeah, I mean, it just hangs over your head like this yes. giant weighted balloon, you know, yeah. the idea that you can shift away from that and start to trust that's pretty gargantuan. <laughs> that's like massive and huge and all yeah. those other synonyms I could think of. To go with the opportunity is to kind of allow our mind to kind of step away and sit in the back seat and allow ourselves to work through the heart, which is really where The heart energy is, it just is. There is no like, should I do that or should I do that? Or is this right for me? Or is this right for me? No, it's, it just is. Once we get tapped into that and let that lead, there is no wondering anymore. <laughs> is this right for me? But it's a journey, right? It's a journey of self-awareness and, and discernment and trust. But it's, it's one that helps us be more of ourselves. Let's talk about synchronicities because wrap that up. So how does that play into what you're talking about? Mm. Synchronicities, the way I experience synchronicities is really when we are present to what's going on in our life right now. Because I remember for so many years, I lived in the future. Like I have to do this next, the next week I'm doing that. And, and six months from now, I'm going to plan this trip. And all, all the time I was in the future, I was uh, not so much in the past because the past was the past, but the future I was very interested in. And that happens often when we want to, I would say, control or expect something in a certain way. Signs and synchronicities 
work completely opposite to that. It is basically what comes into you is right for you at that time. And it's because you're aligned with that energy. So signs and synchronicities can actually also, if, if you, and this is, this is the key, if you are not filled up by yourself, like your self-love is low, you may attract things that you don't want. While that's why the, the fundamental of heart-centered living is really to allow yourself to be at the top of your own mountain in your own life, right? To be your highest priority, really. That allows the right situations, if you will, to, to show up for you. And that's what happened to me when I let go of more and more of my, my very logical mind and, and notice this shift signs that like I was just placed in front of opportunities that were right for me. And I know it now because it happens like all the time. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful thing. It's about being that present so that you notice it. I was way too busy in the past to notice any signs or synchronicities that showed up. I was way too busy and my mind was way too busy. And that's, again, it's this slowing down, tuning in, that also benefits our life in terms of noticing those signs that are meant for us. Does that help? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. What kind of scientist were you? Do you mind me asking? Yes, I'm a chemical engineer and I worked in pharmaceutical research and development. Oh. Uh, I'm also a cell biologist, microbiologist. So I've worked in all, all different types of roles, business roles within that industry for many, many years. Mm -hmm. What transpired that you were like, I'm chucking this? <laughs> well, there is a lot of, I don't know if you're into astrology, but now I know I'm, I'm definitely a person who doesn't like change. And I dragged on my career and to the point where the universe said, you need to kind of open up your eyes to this path, because this is what you're meant to do. And I hit the rock bottom within my career because I was let go of my job and there was a restructuring at work. And I never thought that would happen. And this might sound like a minuscule thing to others, like losing a job, there's other jobs, blah, blah, blah. But for me, I was identified, I had my self-identity in my career. It often hits our rock bottoms or shifts in life hits where it matters the most to us. And because we need to wake up, right? We need to be shaken where it matters. So for me, it was in my career and I was given an opportunity to go on my right path <laughs> through yeah, that yeah. happening. Well, I too was laid off from my corporate job and they offered me other positions in the company. And I have to say, I really hated my job. <laughs> I liked the work. I just didn't enjoy the people or the pressure or the attitudes or whatever. And I did well, but they were asking me to stay and they said, well, what will it take for you to stay? And I said, well, I gave him the list, the, the guy who was asking me to stay list of seven things that I wanted, knowing that you shoot for the moon and you hope you get, you know, to the top of the mountain instead, right? Because I never thought he would give me all those things. But guess what he offered me? None of them. So he said, one day he calls me into his office and he goes, all right, so what's it going to be? Are you staying or are you going? I'm like, what about my list? I ha we haven't discussed anything on the list. And he said, well, you know, forget the list. Are you staying or going? I'm like, if you're going to make me tell you right now and you're not going to address anything on my list, then I have to say no. He was like, what? <laughs> he could not believe that. And then he sent people in to try to convince me, but never gave me one thing on the list. Mm. 
And I thought, thank you, God, for making this decision easy. Because if he had met me halfway or given me two of the seven things or whatever, you know, when it was things like I wanted another week of vacation, I wanted a raise, I want, you know, these were not crazy things. It wasn't like I wanted my own personal assistant and chef to make me lunch or something, you know, these weren't very typical things that people would request and he wouldn't give me one. So that was a sign. You got it. Yes. <laughs> yes. For sure. We have to pay attention to these signs. Yeah. The thing is also we are given signs all the time. We just choose to ignore them because this gut feeling that we get sometimes and when we're too busy or too up in our heads, it's very easy to to ignore them. So do you Um, have any tips to heighten your ability to see them, see the signs, notice the synchronicities, pay attention to them? The very first step is to declare to yourself that you're open to seeing signs. That statement flips a switch within us to kind of, okay, I'm open to it now. If you've never really welcomed any signs or synchronicities into your life, but you have to mean it, right? You have to be willing to, because that's part of pieces here. We have to commit to ourselves as opposed to the comfort zone where we, it's easy to ignore, just go, go and do what we always have done. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's funny because I'm very big on signs and I've made, I don't use them all the time. I forget, I forget, you know, but when I've had some very big decisions to make, I got sick of the pros and the con list and asking everybody. And I just felt like confused and in pain. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I just need a sign. I'm not good about just leaving that sign up to the universe because some people are good. Like they'll see something in the clouds or they'll hear a bird sing or song come on the radio and then they'll know. I'm like, yeah, I I need to have more control. So I would say, (laughs) you know, if this is what I do with my husband, if I'm supposed to marry this man, then I want to see a blue bird and I don't mean a blue jay, right? And so (laughs) this is one of my favorite stories. I had gone away to Florida. We were broken up and it was a two week period. The next time I did a sign, I wanted it in 24 hours. So I got smarter. But anyway, at the end of the two week period, I'm at my parents' house. I look out the window and I see this gigantic gray bird. I never saw anything like it. it had to be three feet tall. I'm like, daddy, what is that bird? And he goes, oh, that's a blue heron looks like a gray heron to me because it was gray, but he goes, oh, that's a blue heron. I'm like, it's a blue heron. So I was like, oh, you know, I didn't see some little teeny bluebird. I saw a three foot tall bird that wasn't even blue, but it was called a blue heron. I'm like, all right, I'm supposed to marry that guy. So we have to go back and work this out. And 22 years later, I'm very happy I did that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like this bit and and that you're bringing up such is such a great example. And, and also you're bringing up a point that signs that are meant to us once we've started to kind of, okay, I'm ready for the signs, like give it to me. Life-changing signs like that, you're not going to miss it. And that's no. where the trust is coming in, right? Allow ourselves to trust that we are being shown what we need, right? And you're not going to miss it. And you didn't. <laughs> so. No, I didn't. I didn't. But I did ask for the sign and I did give myself a time limit. Yeah. But I find just make it 24 hours because why make it two weeks? That's ridiculous. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. The control part in this, it's like part of it is also that we want it to be a certain way. Right. And that's not how the universe works because it gives it to us when we, you know, this is like a cliche, right? You get it when you're ready, but 
so many times in hindsight, and I'm sure you can attest to that too, right? It, it really happened when it had to. There was no other things that are happening is, is really, <laughs> duh. Why did I go around and, and worry so much about this? Or <laughs> what did I spend my time on, right? This mind yeah. game that we're doing, like just sit back and relax. It's beautiful when we get to allow or open up to that state of receiving instead of I have to know, right? <laughs> right. Well, and that certainly is the feminine energy coming forward. When you're in a state of receiving and being receptive, you are in your divine feminine energy. I mean, that is the epitome of feminine energy, right? Receiving. So, mm -hmm. and doesn't it feel much better? the receiving rather than like, oh, I need to know the next step. Right. Pushing, 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 pushing. I know. Yeah. It's tough. Well, your clients are lucky. <laughs> yeah, we, I work with this every day. So it's like beautiful to see people's uh, breakthroughs and also that their energy is just so much easier. And that's what we want. We want our lives to be easier, happier, more in flow. Like, why not? Excellent question. Why not? I mean, why does it have to be hard? I've certainly asked that many times. <laughs> well, that is wonderful. Is there anything you, I know you have a free gift, but before we talk about that, is there any last thing you want to share with the listeners about your perspective on trust yeah. and, but the whole idea of what is the new system? What is the new method, the new format? How are things working or whatever? So any last thoughts on that? Yeah, I have two things that I would love to share because I keep personally coming back to it that this is right, really the, the opening if we allow ourselves to do that. And it, it really to make space for ourselves in our own life. And that can be one of the hardest things we, we decide to do for ourselves, like making space, like listen to that, making space for your, ourselves in our own life. And what that means for everyone is different. But for me, it meant to be more flexible here we come back, we close the loop on the def definition of success, to be more flexible in my day, to be um, in charge of my own time, to do what I love and, and expand on that. So whether that means that we have to tell our family that, okay, I need 15 minutes to myself, because women I talk to sometimes have not allowed themselves for inner me time. Yes, very true. If I can leave anyone with one thing today, it is to put yourself at the top of your own mountain in your life. Without doing that, we turn the triangle down and we end up at the bottom of the priority. You have to be a priority. Yeah. In front of yourself. That's important. And then to, for me, it is this realistic kind of day-to-day -day spiritual practice, if you will, whether it's meditation, whether it's whatever it's helping you to go within, to allow that to become as natural as brushing our teeth, <laughs> you know, this daily spiritual practice, because that's how we integrate it, this connection with the universe and connection with our true self and our life force in our daily life. It's not just something we go to when we're down, right? Or when we need an answer to something, it's becomes a part of us and, and the way we live. And that's really my second <laughs> message. Those two things together, then it's like, you don't have to go on any more quest and, and seek and all of that. You just can come home. Lovely. 
Well, thank you. You have a free gift about listen to your intuition. And I will put the link in the show notes. Your website is ulricasullivan.com and then slash listen hyphen to hyphen your hyphen intuition hyphen one. Yeah, <laughs> but you'll see it in the notes. So you'll be okay. So yeah. thank you so much for today. Honestly, this was eye opening and I'm going to run right out and get this book. Wisdom beyond what Wisdom. you know. Thank you so much, Ronnie. It was a beautiful conversation. I loved it. This is Ronnie and Ryan Love and Cosmic Coach. Thanking you for listening today. If you'd like cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, a psychic, intuitive, or card reading, or to learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading, please visit nevertolate.biz. If you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe and share it with someone that you love. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Ronnie and Ryan hoping you make the most of the love and magic that always surrounds you.